Hi, and welcome to the Possibly Haunted Podcast. To the Possibly Haunted Podcast. I'm here with me, Kat, and Morgan, and Heather. Yay! <laughs> um, so before we get into things, we got some pretty cool answers to our last Coven Corner. Um, and so we're going to be Ooh. reading out one of our answers that we got from our lovely listeners um, in each of our little mini episodes. So, um, the first one uh, was... From Elder.Ray on Instagram. Um, you might hear Scully kind of grumbling in the background because she loves me. Uh, but uh, Elder Ray, in response to us asking what cryptid you're most afraid of, she said, probably a Wendigo, sweaty face. I've always had a slight phobia of cannibals. Valid. I like it. It's very valid. Very valid. Yeah. Also, as we all remember, like, that's what I'm afraid of for very different reasons. I mean, sort of cannibalism, but not, like, we went to the psychology of it. So I feel Elder.Ray on that. <laughs> oh, yeah. We get you. We get you. <laughs> and for our new Coven Corner this week, I got this idea from a TikTok where it was this woman talking about how there are certain characters that she hated because they reminded her too much of herself. And I thought, that's a good question. But also, what is one that you really like because they remind you of yourself? Or someone has compared you, and that's like a happy comparison for you. <laughs> and so, um, for me, the one that I, I think I was the most upset over, well, not, I wouldn't say upset, but it was a little bit like, you just kind of went, oh, okay, was, um, was uh, in Eternal Sp Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, um, there's a character called Clementine who is lovely and beautiful, but very mentally ill and picks fights constantly and is a stereotypical <laughs> manic pixie dream girl. Um, and so that is, uh, I was watching the movie with a friend and she was like, oh, that's you in a scene where she's having a fight over nothing that's After a brief intermission for technical difficulties, <laughs> my dog is the biggest brat in the entire freaking city. Um, we are back with our coven corner. This week's coven corner is about uh, something that I saw on a TikTok, which was this woman talking about characters she absolutely hated because someone said, oh, that's you, or it reminded her too much of herself. Um, so she, of course, had to hate this character. And then... So it's what character do you hate because it reminds you of the, yourself. And the other half of it is what character do you love because they remind you of them, yourself in some way. And so mine starts off, we'll start off with the negative, which is uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, Clementine, who is an archetypal manic pixie dream girl, which I know that I have so many of those activities in my life. 
and I'm aware I'm an archetype in a lot of ways, but it annoys me, first of all. And second of all, she's like super like has some mental problems and that's like who she is as a person. And she starts mm -hmm. unnecessary arguments the entire like bad part of their relationship. And I remember watching it with one of my roommates in college and there was a scene where Clementine's picking a fight with the main male lead, Joel, about the fact that he says, oh, I don't know if we should have kids, just sort of in passing. And she makes a huge fight about it in on, like, a sidewalk. And she, my uh, my friend was like, ah, it's you. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm I'm definitely the type of person that I, I do pick fights in a lot of times, unnecessary fights, and I'm aware of that. It, but I think it was just sort of the way that it was framed of this failing relationship um, and then that being my personality to this person I was like wow okay uh ow and now I no longer like this character <laughs> yeah and she's like really cool she like changes her hair color constantly uh she like sketches people uh she does crazy things because she just likes to have connections you know it's just one of those people in a movie, she breaks into a house on their like first meeting. Okay, and, like, every I time get it. you give another detail, I'm starting to understand it a little more. You sketch Ash having I, broken into I a house. It. I will neither, neither confirm or deny. <laughs> I can neither confirm or deny any of these activities. Um, she, you know, dates a sort of boring white guy, which is also my mo. Uh, <laughs> you know, so yeah, I get it. Like I get it, but also uh, for a very long time I hated that movie because I was that character who's like he. The plot of the movie is he goes to get her her all the memories of her erased from his brain because it was that traumatic. Yeah, that one, that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that movie. Oh, that's not like, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I'm like, I get why, um, but ow. Ow. <laughs> I get the con I also get um, Summer from 500 Days of Summer is also one that I get a lot, which is also one of those, and I'm like, I get it, but she's kind of an asshole. <laughs> See, and I don't think you're an, an asshole. asshole in that movie. But, like, that mm. was... It, I remember one of my littles was like, I think they just wrote a movie about you. And then I watched it and I was like, I don't like that this is a movie about me. <laughs> <laughs> According to my little. Um, but, but like, I get it. And I totally get that archetype. Um, I think the most flattering uh, of any character that I have been compared to is Edna Mode. Uh, <laughs> honestly, because uh, I think she is a boss. Um, she does whatever she wants to do. She lives very wonderfully. She has lots of friends, even though, like, she's not always the friendliest person. But I think she's it's, sure of like... herself, though. And she's yeah. not rude. She's direct. Everyone's like, oh, she's so yeah. rude. No, she's just direct and she's getting her job yeah. done. Yeah, Sorry. she knows what she wants and what's going <laughs> to look good. So you should trust her. She has years of expertise, which I like. I like that she, <laughs> specifically the sort of comforting of friends of just being like, ah, oh, I'm sorry. And then like, dude, you got to get over this. We got, I can't do this. We're going forward. We're doing so, you know? I, I really like that sort of aspect of her. Um, and I also like the whole, uh, 
kind of ant vibes, but ant that is not related to you, which yes. is very much goals. Uh, I have this goal in my future, which is I am an ant to many children, none of whom are related to me. I buy them really dumb gifts that have no purpose, but they're always weird. Um, and then I tell them stories of my youth that their parents get really <laughs> mad at me for telling them. So, <laughs> But I think, yep. too, like a, like a source of empowerment, like Edna didn't necessarily like kids, but did you see how she was with Jack-Jack in the second one? Yeah. She I likes like, I totally specific, see that. She likes Jack-Jack. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's very much with me with a lot of kids is uh, I don't like necessarily children as a concept um but specific kids love them like there are certain kids that i'm like you're the coolest kid in the world god damn you're so cool we have Don't a nice spectrum god damn in our <laughs> podcast from like <laughs> from like n not no kids at all to like maybe it's a nice nice yeah. spectrum between and when carson's no. when carson's around there's baby crazy at the other end of the Again, she, yeah no she completes the spectrum yeah on the other side I like specific, it's much like I don't like people as a whole. I like specific, <laughs> like, individuals. Um, and I would say I have a pretty wide range of individuals I like compared to, say, a Morgan. <laughs> so I like my dog. <laughs> yeah. And, and she's you an like excellent me. dog mom. <laughs> you like me, you like Heather, you like your parents. Yeah, I only like you guys sometimes. Yeah, well, it's I'll take actually it. true, but it's, <laughs> but we know about it, and it's okay. We love her because she. Yeah. It, the thing is, is, when you need Morgan, she's freaking there. She's freaking yeah. there, and it's amazing. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, because I'm Morgan a grandma. Is, yeah, Morgan is a very present entity, and I appreciate that. Also, when she's like, "I'm going to be there at this time," best believe she's going to be there at that time. She comes <laughs> from my only place five minutes two early. Two minutes early. Two minutes. I'm like, no, no, no. You said this time. I will come out of my house at this time. I don't care that you're here early. You broke your own contract. <laughs> Meanwhile, I would, like, be outside ten minutes early, like, okay. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to be here. You know? <laughs> I think the it's the... kid. <laughs> it's all the Virgo in her chart that she's I was... like, I will be there. See, Morgan, I was a good band kid. All of that time ability was lost when I moved to Lubbock. I don't know what happened. I was so good about it in Corpus. Here... It's become a personality trait to be late now, and I, I swear I was a better person. My mom raised me better, band raised me better. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. I think mine, uh, my sort of timekeeping is um, extreme anxiety mixed with having immigrant family, uh, <laughs> where I just, I'm on, I'm early for everything because, oh God, what if someone needs something and I have to run mm -hmm. back to the store, but I also have to be on time and, uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> And what if, what if I arrive and something's wrong with what I'm wearing? I have to go to the bathroom. And so it's extreme anxiety. Um, mm. and <laughs> yeah, anxiety is definitely a, a fueler there. I, uh, <laughs> I'm ordering a cake two days early to make sure it's ready on time. Yeah. I'm over here like, I should probably order some flowers for my friend's birthday. I'm probably not going to do it until the day of, and then it's going to be late. And then that's my personality trait now. So, like, it's fine. <laughs> and it's going to be the uh, one Charlie Brown flower. It's like the yeah. droopy daisy. Yeah. <laughs> so cute, though. If friend is listening to this right now, I I'll do it after recording. No, you won't. No, I won't. I've yeah, got work to do after recording. While we're recording, you have to work. if you hear little typing sounds, that's your birthday gift. <laughs> it's coming through. No, because Morgan doesn't like um, typing, so I'm out. not allowed to touch the keyboard. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, uh, 
But since it's Kat's episode, I can cut out your typing sounds, but I can't cut out Kat's typing sounds if she's talking yeah. over well, it. Well, I moved away from my, my elite gaming keyboard, so... <laughs> I'm, I'm away from my elite gaming keyboard, so any typing will be much softer. Uh, so. It, it, it. Ooh. Ooh, baby. <laughs> and here's the next I five minutes about just clicking, clacking. <laughs> it's ASMR time. ASMR. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> uh, we have an episode that we're totally doing today and aren't distracted oh, yes. from. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so. At per usual, I was like, what can I do that's ghost-related or demons? Because who doesn't love a demon? Um, this episode is partially uh, inspired by the fact that I have been uh, in quarantine reading a whole lot of romance involving demons. And <laughs> I was like, mm, how do I get out there and meet those tall red men? And <laughs> so I don't know why. I thought you were going to say, like, this episode is sponsored by demonade or something like a no, demon totally product had the voice and i was like are we sponsored oh my god yeah like, sponsored no. sponsored by satan <laughs> this is this episode is sponsored by satan's hordes uh <laughs> this is sponsored by little nas x uh, uh yeah um, the last dancing on yes. satan oh for sure for sure like that entire video people were like wow how who would think about laugh dancing on the devil and i was like um, uh you've never day. seen me <laughs> no 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 who hasn't thought about that that's Apparently, question. a lot of people don't think about how hot demons are. <laughs> they obviously didn't watch like Charmed or Asian. Supernatural or yeah, exactly. <laughs> like mm. Cole not... could get it. Uh, I recently <laughs> read a comic anymore where that like... I'm awoke. I'm woke, but but little Heather who had trauma. Yes, <laughs> uh, I like. I have a lot of problematic attractions and i'm aware of them i don't bring them to real life uh as much as possible but <laughs> but like demons top of the list right up there with the yakuza so like <laughs> we're not talking about that again <laughs> <laughs> so anyway um so while i was on my sort of hunt for where to meet my future husband uh, a demon um I started looking up houses that had demon possessions, and so I wanted to kind of broach that subject with the ladies. Um, so mine is called the Ammons Haunting Case, uh, also known as the 200 Demons House. You know, casual, just 200 of them. Sounds like a speed dating event for me. Um, so. I also want you to know that when I was looking for my topic, I was like, okay, oh, there's the Ammon's house. That's the one Cat's going to do. And, oh, this one, it says 2,000 Demon House. I'm a up cat. Ooh, I'm going to be so much more demons there. And I started reading it, and I was like, this is the same case. Yeah. So, I like, the sometimes they add an extra zero. problem. <laughs> I was looking for something uh, fairly recent as well because in my head, demon possessions are associated in my in my brain with like the '60s and '70s because of The Exorcist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so this this one is a uh, 2011 November 2011, close to my birthday. Uh, oh, I was turning 21 that month. <laughs> um, this happened in Gary, Indiana, which is not where I was uh, when I turned 21, uh, but it, at 3860 Carolina Street. It is now demolished, so you cannot go see it. I checked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> For research so, purposes. 
<laughs> for re- yes, research purposes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, in November 2011, LaToya Ammons and her mother, Rosa Campbell, and her three children, who were aged 7, 9, and 12, moved into this house in Gary, Indiana. It's a cute little house. It has sort of a screened-in front porch. It's a sort of rectangular white house, you know. It's a nice, generic, suburban house to me. Um, so, after the family moved in, they claimed that black flies started to swarm the porch in December and kept returning even after the family believed they had all been exterminated. So they like called people to exterminate or came up with ways to exterminate these flies and then go away and then they'd show back up again in swarms. And it was only their house. So like it wasn't the neighboring houses, it wasn't like a neighborhood thing they're like, oh the black flies show up every year. It's just their house, which first of all, exorcist vibes. Scary as hell. Um mm-hmm. So Campbell, uh, Rosa Campbell, uh, initially heard footsteps in the basement and the doors creaking. Um, Later, she alleged that there was a shadowy figure of a man pacing the living room, and she found a boot print. Um, She claimed, after this is happening, that she was choked by an unknown force, which is where it gets not nice. I can deal with walking, I can deal, I don't like the flies. But, like, walking and a boot print, you're like, chill. But the choking, non-consensual, not good. Um, so the Ammon's 12-year-old daughter claimed uh, was claimed to have levitated above her bed, unconscious, during a sleepover with a friend. So, like, <laughs> in my head, I'm like, so she's having a sleepover with a friend. They're not playing light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> I um, was going to say, they played light as a feather, stiff as a board. <laughs> it just worked after she went to bed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There was so a buffering she le- error. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she levitates out of her bed, and the family stood around and prayed until the girl returned to bed. So it wasn't just like a lifting slightly and then went back down, and the like a half asleep girl saw her. It was enough that the family came and prayed over her while she was levitating. That would be funny. And until she returns to bed, the daughter does not remember this incident. Thank goodness. Um, The older son was allegedly thrown across the room by an unknown force. The youngest son allegedly had his eyes roll back into the back of his head, and he was, like, growling and saying, it's time to die. So, like, terrifying stuff. Going through his emo phase. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we've all had that. But he's a bit young. I think he's the seven-year-old. So, like, he's a bit, you know. Um, Okay. So, uh, after all of this is happening, you know, clearly there's something wrong. They reach out to their, uh, physician. This is, they reach out to this physician about, um, November, December, January, February, March, April. Five, six months <laughs> after this started. Sorry, I had to count. Um, I'm bad at counting months. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> It's the fact that you did it on your hand and then you still said the wrong number. <laughs> Listen, Morgan, as we discussed earlier, I might not know numbers, but I'm still the hottest bitch around. <laughs> I don't understand electricity, but I'm still the hottest bitch around. <laughs> so, like, anyway, so they contacted their physician. Um, six months later and he visited the house during the supposed haunting um but he didn't see anything he was like there's something wrong they must be delusional which 
I could see that being a thing, you know, you don't necessarily, if the haunting is happening, like demons are possessing this house, um, you're probably not going to see it for, during a visit, most likely, because it's not a movie, you know? <laughs> like, these incidents, we, there's like five incidents that they're talking about, like, serious incidents, and they happened over the course of six months, so like, it's not an every, it doesn't seem like it's an everyday occurrence. Um... So he notices that there. He noted that their behavior is what he called delusional. Um, someone from the office uh, that he worked in the physician's office uh, called the police, and the children were taken to a hospital. Uh, the older boy was apparently very rational um, and was like trying to stay as calm as possible. The younger boy was not having a good time. That's not fun. Um, so later on, the Department of Child Services uh, alerted the family um, basically what was going on, and they believed that the children were performing. Uh, so some sensational p stories of this were published in places like the New York Daily News, um, and apparently during the New York Daily News reporting of it, they said the younger boy had... Uh, been witnessed to walk up the wall backwards. Um, so, Jesus. Yeah. I, but it's also the New York Daily News, so it's not, like, the most <laughs> reputable of papers. What? What? Not reputable. <laughs> Hold on. Let's see what's, what's going on with the New York Daily News right now. <laughs> Someone look that up. Anyway, um, there was a 37-year-old police captain who believed paranormal activity was... Uh, occurring in the house, there was a photo published um, in the Indianapolis Star that claimed to show a shadowy figure when no one was home. So there's a lot of, like, hearsay documents about things that are going on in the house. Um, the family uh, hired Father Michael Magnot, M-A-G-I-N-O-T, to perform an exorcism. He interviews the family in April... Um, concurred that they were being, uh, concluded that they were being tormented by demons. Uh, he performs three exorcisms on this house. Two in English, one in Latin, you know, just to be sure. I don't, yeah. it, I, I wonder, is Latin more powerful to demons? <sighs> Maybe it's because it's, like, their language? But it's not their language. But, like, That's the church demons, language. Demons are polyglots, aren't they? Like, they just know every language? I mean, or, well, I feel like the, the body they inhabit, they can, like, pull from that, and that's how they know? Maybe it's not, like, a normal yeah. thing? So, a We're demon inhabiting my body would this. barely speak English. <laughs> yeah. And not know how to count. Like, he'd be screwed. But, like, doesn't, like, like, the angels have their own actual language, right? Yeah. Enochian. Yeah. So, wouldn't demons... Uh, I... I was going to say, I believe it's a different language in D&D, &D, but cool. <laughs> I'm basing it off of Supernatural. Um, okay, cool, cool, cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I think Latin, we think, is because Catholicism, but that's not actually their yeah. language. So, I don't know. English should work just as fine. Storebot is We should call the student and be like, hey, is Latin more powerful <laughs> than English? Should I learn at least a little Latin? Like, is that something I should do? Um, so uh, he performs these three exorcisms, and um, there was one exorcism also uh, performed on LaToya Ammons herself. Um, 
the Ammons family, after these events, uh, moved to Indianapolis. Uh, and after that, the events supposedly stopped. Hmm. So, so they were tied to the was, house. Or they, you know, the house didn't have any more as well. So it's like just the family energy within the house or something. Um, who knows? Maybe demons can't go to Indianapolis. Like, we don't wanna. <laughs> we wanna stay here in Gary, Indiana. It has a song about it in that one musical. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, when I lived in Lubbock, I lived on Gary Street. And almost every single time I saw the sign, I would just think, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary. <laughs> and it's, it was a problem. And probably the reason I was going crazy in Lubbock. So anyway, uh, just so you know, pop culture reference, Zach Baggins purchased the, Zach Baggins from, uh, what the is Hobbit? he from, Ghost Hunters? No. Zach Baggins is, oh, call, I keep forgetting what it is. I call him Zach Bagel Bites because there's another... Um, <laughs> Ghost Adventures. There's another podcast that I listen to um, that calls him Bagel Bites the entire time. Uh, and, like, one of the hosts has gotten banned from his Twitter, like, blocked completely. That's funny. Because she got drunk and harassed him, essentially. Where she oh. was asking him, like, well, no, she was asking questions, like, so, what a bit of You know, that's just being like, hey, dude, answer me. Hey, hey, hey. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, Zach Bagans. Um, from Ghost Adventures, uh, purchased the house for $35,000 and demolished it in January 2016 after that, filming wait. a... Wait. He only paid 35000 for that house? Yes. It is in Gary, Indiana. It is possessed by demons uh, and is a very old house. A $35,000 house in Lubbock would buy you, like, the crack den down the street. I mean, and Texas is supposed to have low property taxes okay. and rates and shit. It depends on the neighborhood as well. It depends on the state of the house. I mean, really? I'd, I could probably chill with some demons if I, if I got an okay house. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're going to knock market. out this wall, give y'all some more room. And yeah, that's why millennials are going to get trapped more often because we can't afford anything. So like, ah, you know, there's a murder here. Oh, that's fine. We can wash it out. Yeah. yeah. Sorry to derail you. I just couldn't believe that number. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, demolished it in January 2016 after filming a documentary on it titled Demon House. It was Wait. released. That's kind of a dick move. So it he bought is. it, he filmed in it, and then he had it demolished so that nobody else could go do any paranormal research well, he, in that he, place. He demolished it because it was evil. That's bullshit. He didn't want anyone else to get any sort of monetary value off of filming or doing a show in that Listen, house. Listen, I have opinions about Zach Baggins, and that's a whole other podcast episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cunning well, motherfucker. You can have a roasting episode. <laughs> Seriously, there should, that should be my little side episode. It's just me racking on Zach Baggins for there 20 minutes. There you go. Minutes. Got the schedule. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Dread Central's Steve Barton called it one of the single most compelling documentaries. Um, so, but uh, the Los Angeles Times called it hooey. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta think about it here and there. Um, it's it's a it's a Zach Baggins documentary. If you've ever watched Ghost Adventures, um, they have a very specific style that they adhere to. 
Uh, there's a lot of, like, stock footage of girls standing in hallways and, um, <laughs> like, twitchy people. So, like, you know, you got that. Um, Did but you hear that? either way. Did you hear that? I think I heard it from over there. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, so I've got to put on some Ed Hardy if we're in this time period of Zach Baggins. Um, so, <laughs> uh, more included on whenever I do that roast episode. And so, so yeah, it's it's a super creepy house, uh, super horrible experience um, happened to this family. I'm glad that they're out of the situation and that they have moved on. Um, but also, you can't go see it, which... <sighs> uh, and I'm guessing oh well. there hasn't been any, like, energy readings or anything just from the space. Like, the house got torn down and that, like, they were attached Basically, to something in the house. Like, it seems like there's nothing. Like, I was reading a couple articles on this. Um, like, I read a couple news articles and interviews. And it seems like after everything was done, that was it. Like, it just... Like, it never happened. Yeah, that's why I was like, now I'm suspicious. I mean... I Yeah, it's one of those things that you don't really know unless you're a part of it or you have witnessed it. Yeah, so, and I don't like... want to, like, be immediately judging, because, like, if you experience that bad thing, you're probably... Like, I would be like, this has to be burned down so that no one else has to go through this because it's, like, a horrible traumatic event. But I'm also the skeptical side of, like, if... Oh, mm. Yeah. Watching the interviews, it seemed like something did happen. Like, something okay. scared them. So it's one of the... But I also... Horrible read of people. So, like... <laughs> just look Accurate. at my dating history. Um, so, like, it's one of those things that I... They could at least... The way that they came across was something scary happened. I don't know if someone was crawling backwards up a wall or telling people to die, um, or, you know, maybe, you know, they're getting a little creeped out by maybe some sort of creaking, and then the kids fed off that energy, and it just got into this sort of, like, frenzy, um, folie adieu kind of thing, or what, what's going on, but it, it was solidly interesting, so, that's yeah. the 200 Demons house. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the demons just didn't like being homeless, so they they peaced out. Yeah, well, you know, one of them, if he's hot, could come over and see me. You know, just kidding. Don't actually don't. Please don't. <laughs> I know, like you're inviting it. You're inviting it. Don't. Like Morgan was here the other no. day, and I was like, so there's something going on over here, and I pointed towards my kitchen. She's like, what? I'm like, just something. She's like, but what? I'm like, I don't want to say it. I can't say. I can't put it out there. I can just. I, I can't acknowledge yeah. it. There's just something over there, and that's all I got for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Sidebar: We always talk about my sleep paralysis fun times. Um, oh. So, <laughs> so this was a while ago, so it's fine now. Um, but I, so I have a couple mirrors in my room, and I've been very careful about like I'm not superstitious. I'm a little stitious. So I, um, the one that faces my bed, I do take care to like cover it before I go to bed if I'm going to, you know have a rough night and I can kind of tell I'm like listen it's just gonna be best to just cover this just to make sure I'm not staring into my reflection uh, half awake um, but at one point I have this other mirror which is a full length like I can kind of show it to them like little brown mirror it's like mm -hmm. a yeah. full length mirror over there and uh, they got my parents were in the closet so they moved the mirror and so it was facing my bed as well and I didn't even think about it went to sleep 
I woke up on my side having like a sleep paralysis moment and I saw what in my brain looked like something was standing behind me and like touching my hair and like playing with my hair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it. Nope, 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 I was so nope, like, nope, deeply nope. upset by it. And then Skelly kicked me and I woke up. So it was fine. Thank <laughs> so, God for like, Skelly. <laughs> she was having a running dream and she decided to <laughs> kick me straight in the face. Um, so like that was cool and very nice of her um, and convenient. But yeah, that's been my most a recent one was... Uh, figure that I normally see during my sleep paralysis was just kind of like patting my hair, hanging out, just having a good time playing with my hair. So, not a fan. That's your sleep paralysis update. Well, if you... I swear. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, you know, I've got that tapestry over my bedroom window with the blinds closed behind it, so I can't, I can't see out of it, but light still comes through. Mm-hmm. And sometimes if people come home in the middle of the night and their headlights flash mm-hmm. across that window, I'm like, it's the greys. They've come to get me. <laughs> and I sit there in bed with the covers up to my neck like, nothing's happening. Maybe it was just a car. What was that? <laughs> and it's terrible. Yeah. Ugh. Not fun times. But if you liked this episode, you're interested in demonic hauntings, and you listen to the next two that will come out in the next couple of weeks and you want to hear about any other hauntings or you just want to like share your sleep paralysis story we'll talk about it if you if you so want to um you can follow us and do all of that through our socials on twitter facebook instagram and you can also email us at possibly haunted podcast at gmail.com just in case you don't have socials yes we like emails and remember even if you're not crab walking backwards up the wall you could still be possibly haunted. That's the part that really stuck with me. (laughs) Walking, walking backwards up the wall. Like, nope, nope, nope. I don't do.